Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Thought Vault. Today we are diving deep into a subject that is crucial to our personal and spiritual development, the difference between toxic positivity and authentic faith. If you've ever been told to just be positive or trust God's plan without fully grasping what that means in the context of real struggle, then this episode is a must listen. Are we using faith as a crutch or are we authentically surrendering to God's will? Let's unpack this together. Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Before we begin, don't forget to hit that subscribe button or ring that bell, whatever platform you're using, so you'll never miss another episode of The Thought Vault. I really want to stay connected to you guys, and you always want to be notified when a new episode comes available. So to set the stage, let's define what we mean by toxic positivity and authentic faith. According to Rom and Ahim, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, in positive psychology and coping strategies among adults, toxic positivity refers to the overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state that dismisses authentic emotional experience. So toxic positivity is this whole mindset of fake it till you make it. And I have talked about fake it till you make it because I actually do believe in the power of that mindset sometimes because there are situations where you have to just imagine that you are doing okay with what you've been given because it helps you have a a coping mechanism to really get through the day. Sometimes it is about putting on a mindset of positivity. But in this episode, we are really trying to differentiate between toxic positivity and authentic faith because the lines can get blurred and it can spin you into a cycle if you stay in the toxic positivity mindset that leads to quick burnout, that leads to overwhelm, that leads to uh, disillusion and just kind of a mindset that wreaks havoc rather than cultivates a good harvest for your life. So this is why we're talking about it because on the other hand, authentic faith isn't just about blind optimism. It's about a deeper understanding and acceptance of God's purpose in our lives, even during hardships. And James chapter one, verse two through four, it says, count in all joy, my brothers, when we meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. According to existentialist theologians like Paul Tellick, faith is a courageous act, not an escape from reality. Faith requires us to face the existential threats of life like uncertainty, suffering, and death and find meaning through our our relationship with God. So this is the major difference because toxic positivity can cause us to live in a false reality where we actually are not dealing with the issues that we're facing, where we are not fully coping with what the situation is in front of us. And so we have this weird offset response to our circumstances, which actually leads us to have more issues because we are not able to deeply work through whatever adverse situation we are facing in a healthy way. So the bad habits, the weird mindset, and all of that can tend to follow us and and cause a ripple effect in other areas of 
our life if we live in this toxic positivity mindset. And it's very prolific. You'll see on social media and just in our world today being so um, interconnected via the internet and having access to so much that it's very easy to get stuck in this. It's also something I've seen play out in situations where there's like these cult-like responses to to scenarios. So like via Facebook groups or like mega church prosperity gospel followers, people that have this mindset that really actually undercuts faith, undercuts what faith is, and has you living in a falsehood, really. And so that's where, or that's why I want to talk about this today, because there is a difference. So toxic positivity ignores the problem. Simply saying everything will be okay can often feel very dismissive. And even if you're faking it till you make it, so to speak, it really is not helping you dig deep and figure out the root causes, the real issues, and that being the stepping stone to real solutions. And yes, dealing with our real emotions. If we're constantly stuffing, ignoring, and not living in a true reality of our circumstances, how could we ever believe that we would make real progress in something? It's like you can see a little, you can take a few steps forward, and feel like you're making progress, but then there's going to be a huge setback around the corner. Authentic faith addresses the problem. So authentic faith acknowledges hardship, but places it within the context of God's larger plan. As Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Another difference is that toxic positivity offers a temporary fix. While it may feel good to avoid unpleasant emotions, it's often a short-term solution that does not foster any type of real growth or change. And this is why it's important to recognize the difference because you could be thinking, oh, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm not, you know, I don't feel sad. I'm not stressed out about this, but it's really just because you are living in a false reality. The difference is that authentic faith promotes actual growth. According to the work of James Fowler, stages of faith often involve periods of questioning and doubt, which lead to more mature and integrated forms of faith. So when we have those times of questioning and doubt and uncertainty, it requires more faith that actually helps us mature and have more wisdom and have actual growth in our relationship with Christ, in our personal development as a Christian, and just being able to foster stronger relationships with those that are involved in the circumstance or have become part of our life in the midst of the circumstance or afterwards. We're a more fully grown person, so to speak, and so more positive ripple effects effects will come from that authentic faith. What are the consequences of toxic positivity in our spiritual lives? Could we be trading the depth of an authentic relationship with God for a superficial feel-good spirituality? And how can we make sure that we are living in authentic faith and not toxic positivity? There's a few steps that I want to mention here to help, and this is going to be a shorter episode because I really want you to take some time to take what I'm saying and map out a a path forward for yourself and identifying this. If you're dealing with it in any respect in your life, this could be uh, in an area of relationship, this could be in an area of career or uh, health, wealth, life just in general as a parent, as a friend, as a daughter, whatever it might be. 
Um, if you're dealing with having to be positive in an area where it doesn't feel natural or, or it is superficial, we need to address that. So how can we make sure that we are living in authentic faith and not this toxic positivity? Be present. Sometimes we need to sit in our discomfort to understand what God is teaching us. So really practicing mindfulness. And I have several episodes to scroll through the um, podcast and look at the titles. There are several episodes about mindfulness and how we can practice being more mindful. And that that will go into more depth on what that really means and how to be more aware in your actual reality and what you're doing. The other thing would be to pray for wisdom. James 1.5 tells us to ask God for wisdom when we don't know what to do. And that seems obvious, but sometimes people don't do that. People feel like they're, they only are praying for forgiveness, or they only need to pray for someone else's prayer request, or they only pray when there seems to be like an outright need, like a major health concern or a crisis that's put in their way. Sometimes people don't think to just pray for wisdom and discernment, just period, (laughs) pray for the wisdom and discernment. I often have this prayer because I need discernment. I am a mom of three. I am an entrepreneur. I am a wife. There's like a lot of balls in the air going on around me and I have a big family. And so there's always something going on. I'm in a season right now of complete and utter burnout. I'll just be honest with you guys. So praying for wisdom has been kind of my calling card with God lately. It's just helped me discern what I need to focus on, what I need to do, what how I need to show up in my life, in this arena or that arena. Praying for discernment has always been something that has helped me and I know it'll help you. The other thing would be to journal. Oftentimes writing what we are going through and physically seeing it down on paper helps us to process and to have a mindfulness of what we are walking through. It gives us a chance to see what to pray about and to have a record of what we see God revealing to us along the way. Some of my greatest insights about what I'm going through has been through journaling and reading through what I'm walking through. And then on the other side of it, really being like, gosh, when you have that feeling of like, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe this isn't what God wanted for me, or maybe this isn't the decision I should have made. Having that record to go back and look through is so helpful because you can see what you were thinking, what you were feeling. You can see what you were praying about. You can see how God revealed things to you in the process and what your thoughts and feelings you know, kind of morphed into or changed into because of that revelation from God. Uh, Journaling has been such a gift to me and has helped me in so many ways. Even later in life, I have some journals from in college and I've gotten away from my habit of like journaling every day. But in college, I, I journaled a lot. And so even after college, I was able to go back and read some of those journals to help me through other times and other seasons. Because it's like, I remember I was kind of feeling this way in college and I kind of was reading through some past things. And it's it's just so helpful. So I say all that to say journal. Journaling very much helps. And sometimes we feel like we have to have a prompt. But one of my, one of my favorite tools to suggest to one of my clients uh, when they are going through this like maybe confusion, confusing season or stuck season is to have this as a daily practice where they just set their timer for 
10 minutes, 15 minutes. If you want to go long, maybe 20. If you have just five minutes, it doesn't matter. Set your timer and just write. You have no prompt. You are not thinking about anything. It's not in the hills of this is the Bible verse I'm studying today. It has nothing to do with the devotional. It's just literally set your timer and just give yourself that time to just write. It could end up being a to-do list. It could end up being a letter to someone. It could end up being just a list of grievances. It's funny what comes out of you, but honestly, that's like your subconscious and what is just running in the background of your mind. So to just get it out on paper helps you to process that. You may not even realize some of the things that are floating around in your brain, but once you get still and you have that pen and paper, you can just write it down. It could just be like a random thought. It's really odd what comes out, but it's very insightful. So try that method. Even today, when you finish this podcast, you can, if you don't have a pen and paper, you can journal in your phone. You can talk text or whatever, um, you know, just so you have a record of it. But do it to where you have a record, whether it's on paper or on your phone or iPad or whatever laptop, whatever you're using. But give yourself this prompt today to just set the timer and write. The other thing to do is have a community. Build yourself with a community that encourages authentic faith and not just this blind positivity, like this fake perception of perfection or something that you might see. Maybe some of these Facebook groups you're in or some of these influencers you follow on social media where everyone's just like so perfect and commenting all the perfect things. Like really try to give yourself a community that is authentic and has just women rooted in their faith, women or men rooted in their faith that you trust, that you have known to be just true beacons of light. And a shameless plug, but honestly, this is exactly the kind of support that Christian coaching offers. So if you're in a season of needing extra support or accountability to get you through, consider coaching. Uh, You can reach out to me always. You can send me a DM on Instagram. Um, You can send an email to hi at boldlifebyemily.com. And that's an email that you can send to me. Just reach out to me in any way. All the links are in the show notes. Coaching truly can offer that type of support. And I will say, if you're listening to the podcast, you're more than likely a Christian. And Christian coaching is very different than secular coaching. So I would definitely encourage you to find a faith-based life coach. Honestly, that is what I wanted to touch on today because uh, we're living in a world of a vision of perception. And it's whatever perception is wanting to be cultivated at that time. So it's really hard to discern truth and authenticity. And oftentimes we get wrapped up in this idea of toxic positivity and that we can fake it until we make it. We can pretend and it's stripping us from a beautiful relationship with God. And it causes us to live in a non-reality, which ultimately is never going to lead to true progress or change or truth in your life so that you can actually see things for what they are. Authentic faith is that. It is that difference. So I I just want to encourage you to pull away from your flesh and what feels good and self-serving and focus on pursuing God at all costs and having faith and having faith in God's bigger picture in your life and in the circumstance that you're facing because there is always a purpose and it is always for God's glory. And if you're focused on that, you are going to be able to get through the circumstance that you're facing today and the challenges that are happening in your life and uh, pretending to be okay is not going to be the answer. God is 
and having faith in him is what is going to bring you ultimate healing and contentment and fulfillment. So if you resonated with today's topic, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone who might benefit. Share and tag me on any social media with this episode, and I'm going to send you a little token of appreciation for being a part of our community. Also, if you DM me the word affirmation, I'm going to send you a free affirmation journal that is really helped to guide you more through this authentic faith journey. So I have this free affirmations journal I would love to give to you. Um, You can also get the journal by joining our private Facebook group called the Bold Insiders. You can go to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders to get into that community group or just find the link in the show notes and you will get gifted that affirmations affirmations journal once you're in there. So thank you for joining us today on the Thought Vault. And until next time, do not be conformed to this world. Be, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.